0: Good afternoon, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Ask Sharifa. As always, I ask that you go ahead and share this interview because friends don't let friends miss out on Ask Sharifa. And I know, because this is the second time I've had this guest on Ask Sharifa, I know we're going to learn a lot. We're going to have a lot of information. So this is information you definitely want to share. If you are just now joining us in the comment section, If you have questions or like to make a comment, please go ahead and ask your questions, and I'll go ahead and read them to our guest. So today's guest is wonderful. He's so funny and so humorous, and plus I learn a lot. So please welcome Mr. Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson is a speaker, and he's also an author, and we're going to talk about his book momentarily, but good afternoon, Larry. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Hi, Sharif. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, welcome back. I'm glad to be here. I am glad to have you. Now, your book, which we talked about last time, but I just want everyone who missed the opportunity to hear about it, is Absolute Honesty, Building a Corporate Culture that Values Straight Talk and Rewards Integrity. Can you tell us a little bit about your book? Sure.
1: Um, I can start by giving you a little background. Um, what I do for a living is uh, conduct management training and seminars and do some writing on that whole thing, and and um, I, uh, uh, just a minute, can you hear that beeping?
0: Yes, I hear the beeping.
1: Yeah, I took the phone off the hook so it wouldn't ring, and so now it's squawking at me. So let, me just, let me just unhook it. There we go. Better.
0: Um <laughs> That's absolute honesty, when you just tell people what's going on in your world, no secrets, no lies.
1: Hey, hey, it's, a, it's, it's the only way i figured out how to live. <laughs> anyway, um, so I was doing some management training for Intel Corporation back in the, uh, um, in the 90s, and their CEO at the time was a guy named Andy Grove, who is, was well, is well known in the tech world, he's passed away now. And he wrote a book called Only the Paranoid Survive. <sighs> Now, is that okay? It's cool. Yeah. And in that book, he talked about uh, that it's important that everybody be a little paranoid if you're in a competitive business because that kind of generates the energy to change. Mm -hmm. And uh, you need to keep changing. And in that book, he said that it's critical in your culture that you have a culture of what he called healthy debate. In other words, that there's a lot of arguing going on. And, and that's healthy, that's good. Now, in fact, they um, they have a, a tenant that is in, within their culture. And if you go to go to work at Intel today, you go through a class that actually I uh, helped develop called constructive confrontation. Mm-hmm. Part of that uh, class is um, a principle called disagree and commit. And okay, this, Grove is saying, we want people to disagree. Uh, he says, nothing makes me happier than walking down the halls of Intel and hearing a lot of arguing, screaming going on in the, in the conference rooms. Oh, wow. because he says, that's the only way you move forward and uh, kind of challenge the status quo. He says So we really want to encourage people to disagree. Now, of course, mm-hmm. the other side of that, you can't have a culture of just disagreement, or you will have a culture of uh, chaos. That's so um, that's where the commit comes in. You, you, you're encouraged to speak up, say your mind. If you don't like something or you don't agree with something, even your boss uh but the other side of that is once a decision is made you you uh get on board and do it without whining or sabotaging it mm-hmm. and uh, unless it's illegal or uh, immoral and then take up the, net, the, the ladder but that's so that's kind of the ethic that uh, that grove was talking about in his book and i got inspired and so i uh, thought you know there needs to be a supplement book here uh, that kind of says, how do you create that culture? Mm-hmm. So I, I got together with a buddy of mine who uh, at, um, previously had been a uh, personnel manager at Intel, and had, his whole career was in HR as a vice president of uh, two or three other big companies at, in HR. And we put our hands together and said, okay, where have we seen this kind of culture, mm-hmm. this culture of debate, where people are not afraid to say what's on their minds, to challenge their boss, heaven forbid, mm-hmm. uh, as long as they don't start a revolution, uh, so that we can you know, kind of destroy the status quo and move ahead to create the future. And so uh, we uh, looked at a lot of companies that we'd work with, and certainly Intel has that kind of culture, Um, But I've done a lot of work with Harley Davidson, and they have that kind of culture. And uh, I've done a lot of work with American Express and uh, a few other big uh, corporate cultures where there's a a focus on innovation and change. Mm -hmm. And we identified some specific characteristics that are kind of jumped out at us. uh, And then we did some follow-up research to make make sure we were on track. Uh, and we came up with what we called the the six laws of absolute honesty. And um, they're just basically the, the kinds of behaviors that were common among these kind of cultures. And so that's what the book is about, are these six laws and how you might implement them in your organization. Okay.
0: And- Let's talk about the six laws. Before we go too much further into the six laws, again, I just want to welcome everyone who's coming in. Say good afternoon to Maida, Melvin, Tony, Larry, Tarika, Marie, quite a few people in here. And again, if you have any questions or comments, please let us know because we are broadcasting live. This is a live interview with Mr. Larry Johnson, and he is willing, able to answer any questions, respond to any comments that you might have. And again, go ahead and share this video so your friends have an opportunity to join us while we are live. Mr. Johnson, please go ahead with those six laws.
1: Okay, before I do, just uh, just a question, Sarita. Can everybody see me as well as hear me? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, then I better explain, because I don't wanna see people sitting there saying, oh, like, what's with the hat? I like the hat. The hat is, to me, it has that New York flavor. It has that East Coast flavor. You, you look jazzy. I like the hat. Thank you. Well, the irony is I live in Arizona. But okay, well, it's flavor. It's cowboy hat. Uh, the reason I wear the hat all the time uh, okay. when I'm on stage giving speeches is because I lost a lot of weight a few years ago. And uh, since then, I get chilled very easily and I have no insulation. So, well, the help just uh, provides me with a little warmth. So, uh, you are so funny, Larry. That's why I love having you as a as a guest. You come with the unexpected. I love it. No, oh, well, uh, thank you. Uh, anyway, where are we? We're talking about the six laws. Six laws. Yes. So, um, the first law is uh, to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. The idea here is that if you are a manager or a leader of in any any organization. You need people to tell you the truth, otherwise mm-hmm. uh, you can make a fool of yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the, you, you remember the, f- the fable about the um, the emperor with no clothes? Yes. Yes, and, and in our research, we found that there's lots of naked emperors wandering around the halls <laughs> of corporate America as well as government. That <laughs> sounds like a book, <laughs> the title yeah. of a book. The Naked Emperor in Corporate America. Yes, well actually, actually um, the title uh, originally, when we submitted it to the publisher, it wasn't absolute honesty. It was a title my wife came up with, because she was doing my proofing on writing the book. And she said, this sounds like something that, where you don't want people to be naked emperors. Like, how about what to say to a naked emperor? Mm-hmm. So that's the title we submitted to the publisher. Unfortunately, at the time it was Amacom Books, and um, they had a book out that year called uh, The Naked Employee, and I guess- yeah. it, they didn't want two naked books out at the same time. So, so, no figure. so we had to go with absolute honesty, which I think is a lot more boring, but hey. Anyway, <laughs> um, the I, the, thro- it descri- the Naked Emperor thing describes what the book is really about, especially in that first chapter, is if you want people to be honest with you, to keep you from being a naked emperor, you got to be honest with them and tell them the truth. Um, and so that was our first um, first tenant or a law. And, you know, it's not easy to tell the truth. Sure. Uh, during my workshops, I like to use this example. Uh, I was, when the book came out, I went on a, on a book tour and um, uh, I was interviewed on, on a, a morning talk show and the guy interviewing me held the book up and he said, now this is Larry Johnson, the co-author of absolute honesty, building a corporate culture that values straight talk and rewards integrity. And, he said, now, Mr. Johnson, are you telling us that you should be absolutely honest? And I said, well, of course. And he said, okay, well, let's imagine your 16-year-old daughter is coming down the stairs on prom night. And she's wearing a dress, dress that you think is atrocious. Mm-hmm. And she says, how do I look, Dad? He said, what would you say to her? And I said, well, I'd look her right in the eye and lie through my teeth. <laughs> and he said, but I thought you said you're supposed to be absolutely honest. I said, yeah, but not absolutely stupid. <laughs> sometimes uh, sometimes uh, maybe being absolutely honest is not possible. Um, right. Uh, maybe it's a better choice to hedge the truth, uh,
0: to tell a white. Also, also, Larry, that example was not corporate America. That's your, your 16-year-old daughter who Prom is like one of the best things about high school. She's nervous already, just like someone on their wedding day.
1: But that's not the same requirement as corporate America. Right. But the same kind of thing happens in corporate America. Okay. The boss comes up with a new idea that everybody's looking around the room, and they're rolling their eyes, thinking this is the stupidest thing I ever saw. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be going to speak up and tell him? And that to a a great degree depends on... um, what kind of relationship the boss has with the people in the room
0: and absolutely
1: what kind of culture he has, he has nurtured. If he's nurtured a culture that says, Hey, uh, if I'm wrong, speak up, and you're not Mm going to be punished. Then, Hey, then, then uh, that kind of honesty will arise. And that's really what the book is about. Um, Yeah. But it's not all that easy. And um, in my workshops, I talk about, well, if you're in that situation where you 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 have to hedge the truth to tell a, what we call a white lie, mm-hmm. uh, and I have everybody in the room go through a little exercise where they where they identify the kind of white lies they tell, and then I ask them, "Look, um, what is your criteria for not telling a white lie?" Mm-hmm. And that and because uh, when I was in that interview on on morning TV, uh, the uh, well, I kind of came back with that snappy line about, I'd lie through my teeth. Yes, and just yes. like you, the audience laughed. And then the guy interviewed me, he nailed me. He said, Larry, when would you tell her the truth? Mm-hmm. Ooh. When would you go ahead and say what was on your mind, even if it ruined her evening, even if it caused a lot of heartbreak and mm-hmm. a heartburn? And I had to think about that. What is my criteria for not telling a white lie? And in my workshops, I have the audience kind of analyze it and say, what's my personal criteria uh, uh, on the job? When do I go, oh, that looks good, boss, and not say a word. Or, boss, you need to know this sucks, and here's why. And uh, where do you draw the line for yourself? Because, you know, life comes at us pretty fast and his life is coming at us, and we're making decisions throughout the day, and we're saying yes and no, and, and let's go with this, and I think that's a good idea, and you're, you're giving your opinion, and you're, and you're listening to ideas, it's real easy to let a, kind of let a white lie spell out inadvertently, and then all of a sudden you've told a real lie, and I think a lot of times when people end up in the newspapers or in court because they've done something that reflects bad judgment or made a stupid decision in corporate in corporate America. Very often it started off as a white lie or something that did, they didn't mean to say. So I think it's important to know where you draw that line. Um, I think that's
0: an excellent point. Now we had Tarika in the comments said, tell her what she needed to hear. So that was in response to what would you tell your daughter going to the prom? And she just said she'd tell her what she needed to hear in regards to the dress. Now, me personally, in Arabic, Sharifa means honest or of honor. And so I've always, and again, I'm an Aries, I'm very blunt. My birthday is Sunday, so happy birthday to me. But I've always, thank you, I always, I'm I'm, I'm like trying to give the absolute truth. I'm not even one of those people who, white lies, because at the end of the day, Sometimes I think with white lies, what we do is we consider ourselves being kind. You believe that her dress was atrocious, so you try not to hurt her feelings, but sometimes I think people should receive the truth, just receive it in a way that they can handle it, you know, even sometimes simply saying, you know, I wouldn't have selected that dress, you know, it's not something that I would have chosen, but if you like it, you know, or, you know, I think sometimes, especially in 2019, what a lot of the youngsters are doing, um, going to prom is they wear some skimpy, revealing dresses and it's like, oh my God, like back in the day, it was almost like a ball gown. And I would tell them, you know, I think you need a little bit more material. You need to be covered up, but again, to each its own. And sometimes I think with makeup, with clothes, with accessories, with things that, you know, maybe I put on these shoes with this dress, people go out and other people may laugh at them and they come home and their feelings are hurt. And they're like, why you didn't tell me this didn't match? Why you didn't tell me this dress was atrocious? But instead, you told them a white lie. So are you really helping them?
1: Right, right, it, 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 usually the truth wins out and it's better to yes. tell the truth. Um, but And it's interesting when I do this exercise in my workshops because people's criteria kind of varies. But almost mm-hmm. always they'll say if there's going to cause harm by, by telling a white lie, then I'm going to tell the truth no matter what. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy, when he in the interview, he said, when would you tell her the truth? I had to think about it. And I said, well, I guess if it would put her at risk somehow or mm-hmm. another, well, then I would ruin her evening and tell her what I thought. Mm-hmm. We all have a different criteria. So. Yeah,
0: I think that's where Ash, the whole Ash Sharifa brand came from. You know, this Ash Sharifa was something that people gave me. It wasn't something I was like, "Oh, what should I call my brand? What should I call my business?" Everything has been asked Sharifa for years. And that came from the fact that when people wanted an honest opinion about if they need website design, website hosting, you know, what is search engine optimization? Do I need search engine marketing? How to get, you know, whatever it is about their business, they want to go to someone that they can trust. And so they have, in trust, I don't believe you can have, and this is me, so that's why you're the guest, Larry. I don't believe you can have trust without honesty. You know, because once you, once somebody tells you any type of lie, the trust is, um, yeah, ruined. And so again, we had a comment from the comment section. If anyone else has questions or comments, please feel free to join in. And so what Tarika said is, which exact is Tarika said, which is exactly what I said. You be the judge on what you know they can handle. So she's agreeing with you, Larry, and saying you be the judge. You decide what this person can handle.
1: Okay, good. Um, anyway, that's law number one: is tell the truth. Okay. Um, uh, in in, in tr- because you're not going to uh, people won't trust you to tell you the truth unless you tell them the truth. It's, it's mm-hmm. a two way street, you know. Trust always is two way street. Now the second law is to tackle a problem, and what we had noticed in, in these organizations that had this kind of culture is that they also didn't sweep under the rug things that needed to be discussed or tackled. Mm-hmm. And um, um, now when we decided to put this law in, my co-author, Bob Phillips, he got all excited. He says, yes, this is exactly what we need. <laughs> said, Why do you say that, Bob? And he says, you know, remember I said he H- was an HR director for most of his career, all his career. well." And he said, I can't tell you the number of times I have had managers come to me Wanting to fire somebody for non-performance or for uh, a variety of reasons, and uh, you know I'm the HR manager, and basically that's my job to help support him and make sure we do it right and for the right reasons. He says so I would go to the file cabinet and pull out the employee's personnel jacket and open it up, and in there would be performance reviews. And guess what these performance reviews said about this employee?
0: They were stellar.
1: They were stellar. In fact, the last one was filled out six months ago by the guy standing here right now wanting to fire the guy. Oh, wow. And he'd say, so I'd say to him, well, wait a minute, six months ago, you put in writing that this guy was doing fine. Did he get that bad that fast? Mm -hmm. And that was, that's when the truth would come out. Well, maybe I wasn't being honest. You know That's one of the challenges of being a manager is, is being honest with your employees in a way that doesn't demotivate them, but motivates them and deals with them in a way that uh, that uh, excites them, but at the same time, fixes any problems they're having or helps them to fix problems. I had an instance like that, Larry, in one of
0: the companies that I work with. I had received a, an employee review, a performance review from my manager, and my Performance, I knew the answer to this question. My performance review was stellar. You know, everything was great. It was wonderful. I mean, there, there were some areas where they might have said, okay, maybe needs to work on this. Maybe, you know, needs improvement. Because they always give me on my patience, you know, because I think everybody should move, talk, act, think, work as hard as I do. And so I can tend to be impatient. But overall, it was almost a perfect score. A couple of months later, they started, because we got semi-annual bonuses. And so it came time for me to get my bonus and I received less than what the maximum bonus was. And I asked my manager, I'm like, what's going on? Like, where's my money? Like where is, you know, and she says to me, Oh, well, because you know, of these reasons, you you know, we couldn't give you the full amount. And I said, okay, but all of those reasons, which you may feel are valid. None of them were listed on my performance review. None of those, that counted against me in my bonus were included. None of the you can improve on this area. You could do a little bit better here. None of them were included, but yet they took my money away. So I absolutely agree with you. We're going to go on, allow you to finish with number two. But again, if you're just now tuning in, we are speaking with Mr. Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson is amazing. That's why we're having him back. This is his second time on Ask Sharifa. He is a speaker and he is an author. He's the author of the book, Absolute Honesty, Building a Corporate Culture that Values Straight Talk and Rewards integrity if you have any questions if you have any comments please go ahead and ask those i will go ahead and read them to mr johnson and again please go ahead and share this interview because we're learning a lot having a wonderful discussion and friends don't let friends miss out on ask sharifa so larry please continue with law number two
1: okay now uh, law number two um uh, and i'm just kind of following along with what, what i do in, in when i do a presentation or a seminar on this. Is that uh i say now i hope all of you are sitting there saying that you're you're really good at handling problems when they come up and addressing issues and you don't let stuff like this fall and everybody nods their head and i say yeah well i'd like you to think about somebody you know uh that you're having a problem with and complete this sentence i would be more effective working with so-and-so if and i have them do their little exercise and i say look okay so uh, how many of you, the next word after the word, if, you wrote the word he or she? In other words, I'd be more effective working with John if he would just uh, get his act together and not be so incompetent. I'd be more effective working with Jane if she would stop whining. You know, I'd, I'd be more effective working with Bob if you just die, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, um, and the chances of any of that happening are probably slim and none. And if the pronoun should not be he or she, but... Uh, Who? I. I should be more effective working with Tom if I were to be more forthright with him. I'd be more effective working with Jane if I would support her better, whatever it happens to be. So the the force of the exercise is to really help people to see that they need to take responsibility if they want to bring about a change because probably nobody else is gonna do it. So that's law number two. Law number three is disagree and commit, uh, which I mentioned earlier, I think. Uh, we took it straight from intel. And the idea is if you, uh, if you don't agree with somebody, uh, you, you're sort of obligated to disagree uh, and speak up. Uh, don't just sit there and let it slide um, uh, or, um, and then commit to whatever the decision is made. I'm not doing, doing it. So that's uh, law number three. Um, Law number three. How are we doing on time, by the way, Sharifa. I'm
0: going to be quiet. That's, that's how we do doing on time. I'm going to stop interrupting and let you finish because with me and my talking, we might be here for a little, a little while longer. So I'm, I'm going to let you go ahead and finish. We have a few minutes.
1: A few minutes. Okay. So that's law number three. Uh, law number four is really critical if you want to incorporate these principles into your culture, and that is to welcome uh, the truth, to welcome uh, honesty coming at you that's easy easier said than done too and um, uh, uh, one way I illustrate that in my seminars is I say okay how many of you are working on a project right now that you are really proud of this is this is the cat's whiskers you you know this is awesome and you're really proud of it and I'll get several hands go up and I'll pick one of them and I say tell me about that project and uh, the person will tell me and I say oh that's, you know, I've heard already heard about this project because, because I've done some research before we did this seminar, and I heard about that project, the ABC project, and what I heard was that the project sucks, <laughs> and that it was a waste of time, and is being done incompetently. Now, of course, the person is taken back, and then there's a big laugh, and I say, now, obviously, I was kidding. Well, let's say I wasn't kidding. Let's say that I was being honest, and I was in a position to know what, this, uh, what the state of this project is. And, you're, uh, and now let me ask you, did you feel a twinge of defensiveness? And of course they did. I mean, wouldn't you? Um, and so, uh, and, and I, that's why I, ha- I picked somebody who's really proud of their project. And the point simply is that the more you're invested in something, and the more proud you are of it, The more you're going to defend it and the less likely you are to listen to the feedback coming back at you about it Uh, so that it um, uh, it, it, you're not willing to change or to do anything different than what you've done so far and so um, if you want to encourage a a culture of healthy debate and absolute honesty you've got to kind of put your defenses aside Uh, and in the book we spend a whole uh, half a chapter talking about the psychological uh, mechanism of defensiveness and how you can take defensiveness and set it aside uh, so that you don't get mad or shut people down or just tune them out when you hear things you don't want to hear. And that's not easy to do. So that's law number four. Law Mm -hmm. number five sort of picks up at that point and and takes it a step further and says, welcome the truth. Uh, Reward the the, uh, honesty. And that um, goes beyond welcome the truth to reward honesty. Uh, and that can be tough when people, again, are telling you st- stuff you don't want to hear. Um, uh, and for one thing, it helps to control the spread of, of uh, vicious rumors that can get started without you uh, even in meaning, it, meaning it to happen. An example mm-hmm. I like to use is I, I did some consulting work for a government uh, uh, department, it was a, co- uh, a county department, and it was uh, public works. Mm -hmm. And they had just gotten a new director and he brought me in to help uh, transition the culture into a little more progressive culture. And so I was meeting with groups of people, uh, supervisors, to sort of brainstorm how we can change the culture. And and this is public works. So these are mostly men, uh, Mm -hmm. mostly all engineers and and, uh, uh, construction people. And um, I said, okay, so let's brainstorm. We had a flip chart there. I said, let's brainstorm and get, get some ideas up here. And there was silence in the room. Uh, and so uh, uh, I said, come on, come on. And, and uh, finally somebody raised their hand and said, well, nobody wants to say anything, Larry. And I said, well, why not? And he, he said, well, last year we had this guy who was real bright. He came in as a, a district supervisor, you know, right out of uh, 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 college, uh, had his... You know, make uh, and was making all kinds of ideas on how to improve things and coming up with solutions. And uh, the next thing we knew, he was had been transferred to the night shift at the landfill. Mm-hmm. So no, nobody wants to go to the landfill. <laughs> I said, God, "Sounds like this is the mafia." Right. Anyway, I was curious, so I went out to the landfill the next night at eleven o'clock at night, and I found this guy just coming on shift. Mm-hmm. And I said, "You know." You have a reputation here that you got transferred to the landfill because you were have a big mouth and were making too many suggestions. Mm-hmm. And he laughed and said, "No, I requested to come out here to work the light, night shift here because I'm going back to graduate school and I need a night job." Mm-hmm. And so this whole rumor had gotten spread around without his in, intending it. Mm-hmm. And very often those kind of rumors get start when you don't go out of your way to kind of reward people for, for speaking up contributing ideas, and challenging the status quo. So that's that's why we have that law. And then the final law is to build a platform of integrity. And what we found in our research was that organizations that have a reputation and a practice of, of kind of operating above board, of being straight, of not being divisive, um, uh, that's where, where the, um, the, the the culture is the most like what we're looking for, uh, honest and open. And it's because people feel safer. Uh, and our research shows that overwhelmingly employees want to work for organizations where things are honest, ethical, and, um, and are, are above board. Because then if you raise your voice, you have a sort of a safe platform on which to fall. <laughs> if, right. if you're working for a bunch of crooks, who knows what's going to happen? That's true. So, so those are the those are the six laws, and that's pretty much what's in the book Absolute Honesty. Well, I, I love it. I love
0: the fact that you went out to the landfill. I mean, that's interesting. How many people would have taken the time to go out to this landfill, track down this rumor, you know, and figure it all out? And I, I've experienced that in corporate America too. I'm one of those people who. In a nice way, I'm really upfront. You know, if I hear rumors or hear any rumors about myself, I always go straight to the horse's mouth. Like, what's going on? Let's figure this out because I don't like rumors. I don't like, you know, what they used to call it in the military, the subtle button. that's going on. You know, I, I like the truth. I like to know what's going on, and then we can deal with it from there. So we are coming down to the last few minutes of the show, Larry, and what I like to do at the end of every show is allow my guests the opportunity to just speak directly to the listeners, to the viewers, and let them know what you want them to take away
1: from your interview. Okay. Well, um, based on the interview here about the book, I do a lot of other things, and, and you can mm-hmm. find out about all that stuff on my website. You want me to tell, say that on my website? Yes, sir. Okay. It's www. Dot Larry Johnson com, Larry Johnson speaker.com. And I named it that because I do a lot of speaking at conferences and meetings. Uh, but there's a variety of workshops uh, and, and speeches listed there, absolute honesty, or we call it straight talk, being one of them. And they're all focused on improving corporate culture and mostly towards uh, middle and and first-line managers on how you can improve the culture of your team to be more productive and more uh, 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 um, productive. I'm blocking our names here. Uh, Yeah, but they... And um, you can also read my blog there. I've got, I I don't know, 20, 30, 40 blog articles you can listen, you watch, and... um, uh, learn some new stuff www.larryjohnsonspeaker.com it is so wonderful tarika again
0: responded she's been tuned in for this whole show and showing her support she said your book sounds amazing and it is worth reading so definitely want to have everyone check it out again the name of that book and is about where is it available larry
1: oh it's it's available on my website but it's also available on amazon and all the other book sites uh, uh, book uh, uh, platforms. Uh, exactly okay. Honestly, building a Corporate Culture that Values Straight Talk and Rewards Integrity.
0: Absolutely. You have heard it here. So, Larry, I want to thank you for coming back for a second interview on Ask Sharifa. My pleasure. And everyone who's tuned in to this show, Henry, Peggy, Terrell, Lydia, Kendrick, PJ, James, Crystal, Tarika, so many people came in, Eddie, Nakia, Maria, Larry, thank you all for tuning in. I definitely appreciate your support. Definitely want to go ahead and share this interview because friends don't let friends miss out on Ask Sharifa. And if you're interested in being a guest, if you're interested in watching more of my interviews, or if you're looking for sponsorship opportunities, please visit my website at AskSharifa.com. Until then, everyone have a wonderful day. Goodbye.
2: When you're looking to buy or rent a property, you need FireballApproves.com. They protect you against renter fraud and much more. Give us a call today at 904-580-6740 before you shop. If Fireball approves it, then you can rest assured that it's a safe deal. Why go anyplace else? With over 20 years of experience, you bet we've got your back. That's FireballApproves.com. Don't get scammed. Make sure Fireball approves. Agency number A180. 00175. If you want to take your business to the next level, then you need InTheNewsPR.com. It's the perfect PR agency that can increase your business exposure along with your media interest through thoughtful storytelling and strategic media campaigns. That's InTheNewsPR.com. Give us a call at 562-822-0965 and see how we can get your company In The News. From marketing and social media to public relations and interviews, we've got it covered. That's InTheNewsPR.com pr.com Make sure everyone knows your business